3: Funland management announced that the popular amusement park will close its gates for good, effective
4: immediately. Mr. Fun's Big Twister has made its last run around the Funland amusement park,
5: following a year marked by scandal. Our innocence was
0: such a gift.
6: About the murders.
0: Kevin was running for the tunnel. It's not far away. Yeah, there's there's a first aid stand nearby, so I'm just gonna kinda slink behind that. I know there are doors that lead down to the corridor.
3: Yeah, there is. I mean the the door is pretty rusted, and as you open it up, yeah, there is a horrible screeching sound, but Oh, God. Speaking of horrible sounds.
6: Oh, there we go. Horrible screeching.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Chaos, I love you. So you pull the door open, and it creaks or screeches with these rusty hinges. And you can hear the dripping of water down below at the bottom of these concrete steps. But one thing you can see is that from down there... You can see the the flickering of some kind of light down there.
0: That doesn't make any sense, uh, since there's no electricity. But the the dripping does because there was exposed plumbing down there. But I, I think that uh, Kevin will turn on the flashlight on his cell phone mm. and and kind of slowly step down the stairs.
3: Okay, yeah, you make your way down probably fairly carefully because it's all a bit mossy and slimy. But you make your way down to the tunnel. I mean, the tunnel is a fairly unadorned thing. It's designed for function rather than aesthetics, and it's just bare concrete walls. But you can see that all the way down the straight length of the tunnel that there are little flickering lights at various places on the edges. And you can also see that... Yeah, it's, it's like there are alcoves that you don't remember here, which is where these flickering lights are coming from.
0: Kevin, if possible, is going to try to convince himself that this was some kind of emergency lighting system that he just had never seen activated. Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> so I think he's going to keep going, but try to ignore the, ignore the alcoves and the lights, if possible.
3: Okay, you head down, and there is, you know, there's about an inch of water on the ground, so you're splashing your way down there. And, yeah, as you pass the first alcove, I mean, you're trying not to look, but you, you know, from the corner of your eye, you see that, yeah, this seems to have been chipped out of the wall, and there is, you know, there's a candle in there, and there seems to be other stuff as well.
0: The lit candle is probably too tempting to ignore, so I think he, he is going to kind of in for a slightly closer look.
3: OK, yeah, you, you take a look in there and there are a few items. There's a child's toy. There's a photograph of a car. There is someone's bracelet that have just been left there, like offerings.
0: S- some vagrants have moved in here. This. Someone's living here. It's is crazy. Uh, so I, I think he's going to he's gonna try to pick up the pace and, and start heading further down the tunnel, down the corridor.
3: Okay. Yeah, you, you head down and there, there are more of these alcoves all the way down. Not all of them are lit. Some of them have got newer candles than others, and some of them, the candles have burnt down. But there seems to be something in every one of them.
0: But nothing recognisable, right? Just, like, belongings in all the alcoves?
3: Yeah, it's just, like, random selections of stuff. There's uh, all all sorts of things. And you see a a used hypodermic needle in one of them. In in another, you can see a pile of cheeseburger wrappers. there, There are lots of pictures of people and lots of just little kind of personal artefacts, you know, jewellery and toys and pictures and items of clothing. There's a fairly mouldy silk scarf tucked in one of them. One of them has got a little jar with what appears to be about a half dozen human teeth in it.
0: Oh, that's fun. I think at, at at the sight of the human teeth, it's time to sprint to the best he can out of the out of the corridor or down the corridor toward the exit of the park.
3: Okay. You head down towards the exit, and there down at the far end, you can see that the corridor is blocked off. There are more candles down here and there seem to be more offerings or whatever just left on some of them just soaking into the water here, others just leaning up against the walls of the tunnel but they're all surrounding what is now this almost plug that is formed by more of this lattice work that you saw upstairs supporting the roller coaster tracks
0: can can kevin take the phone out of his pocket or he's got the flashlight up so can he yeah can he send a text to ellie that says what do you want
3: and uh, as as you send the text you hear from somewhere behind you in the corridor, the bit bit uh, the SMS sound from an old Nokia phone.
0: Oh, of course. Uh, <laughs> can he walk in that direction?
3: Yeah. And yeah, you, you find in one of these alcoves, there is an old Nokia phone.
0: Can he look to see if his text message just came through?
3: Yep, every single one of them is on there.
0: Okay. I think Kevin is going to smash the phone. Not his. the, The Nokia. <laughs> yeah, good luck.
3: I, I I was about to say there should be some really hard roll involved for smashing a Nokia.
0: <laughs> not yeah. throw that
7: thing out of a plane.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, maybe not smash it, but just throw it against the concrete wall. Oh, yeah,
3: oh, no. yeah, it sort of bounces and then splashes into the water a bit further down the corridor. Starts ringing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, what the what the fuck? And I think if the if the other. Uh, Exit is blocked. You said,
3: "Yeah, by by that lattice work."
0: Okay, so I think um, trying to tear through that lattice work to get out is is going to be Kevin's next idea.
3: Okay, then, yeah, you, you go down to the end of the corridor where that lattice is, and as I mentioned, with the the lattice up above, I mean, it's is fairly tightly interwoven. But that doesn't mean that it's impossible for you to force your way in. And if, if that's what you want, if you want to start trying to push the struts aside and force your way inside, you certainly can. There is the fog, the mist you've seen outside seems to be even thicker in there. And you do get the impression of all these eyes watching you from out of the mist. But if you want, you can force your way
0: in there. And in the alcoves, I didn't see any axes or anything that might be helpful here. No. Okay. I think there's no point in going back to the other side of the corridor. So he's gonna. This is like last chance to get out of the park. He's gonna go for it.
3: Okay. And I think we'll come back to you in a few moments. Let's cut back to Jonesy. Okay. So Jonesy was just speaking to this woman that he'd met in the mist upstairs, up in the main park, by the petting zoo. This woman with long grey hair and an almost beatific smile, who was giving you encouraging words, telling you that no one really dies here.
4: What do you mean no one dies here? What are you talking about?
3: This is a place of healing.
4: Yeah, right. Sure. So, yeah, that's, that's great. Uh, yeah, so how do I get out?
3: Getting out of here requires an act of will, an act of self-knowledge. She, she looks like she's trying to think of exactly the right words, and then she, she looks you straight in the eyes and gives you a big smile and says, an act of sacrifice.
4: What do you mean, like, paying someone? I haven't got much money, but, like, I can... Like, if you get all that, that shit, I'm sorry, I mean that stuff away from the doors. I can... I, I, I might have, like, a fiver or something.
3: Now, you... What you need to understand is that... For example, I can come and go from here as I please. What's trapping you inside here is you. There's something that you're holding within you, some lie that you're telling to yourself or the world that is keeping you a prisoner here. This is a place of absolute brutal painful truths. As long as you have that lie festering within you this will be your home. But as soon as you're ready to let that go you can walk
4: out of here a free man. Jonesy looks really uncomfortable. I don't know what you're talking about. There's nothing inside me. I I, I haven't lied to anyone I just want to go home
3: Well then you should just be able to walk straight out of here We tried that Yeah that didn't work I can help you I can help you rid yourself of your lies If that's what you want I can help heal you I can help with everything That is eating away inside of you True salvation lies within him. True salvation is his gift to you. If you just tear away the veils and see the truth for what it really is.
4: What him? Who are you talking about?
3: As she just indicates, she sweeps her hand around and just indicates as if showing you just everything around and says him. You don't understand, do you? You're somewhere holy. Holy. You might think of this as a temple, but it's more than that. We are here within his body, we are here within his flesh. This is a God-made manifest. We are like worms, maggots, living within his body here. But he gives us blessings, he gives us truth, he gives us light if we approach him. If we divest ourselves of the lies, if we tear away the veils and see the truth for what it is, he reveals all.
4: Right. Fine. What do you need me to do?
3: Well, if you want to divest yourself of your lies, come with me. I'll show you. And she places a hand on your arm and starts leading you somewhere. Are you going with her?
4: Jonesy kind of, like, looks behind him for a second and then pulls himself up straight and goes, Yeah, yeah, I'll go with you. I can't, I can't live like this anymore. OK,
3: and she starts leading you towards the building that that you just walked away from on your way to the petting zoo. This building with this huge clown head in the front. You can see written on the side, I mean, there's all sorts of gaudy paintwork on the side that shows, you know, clowns tumbling and falling and bouncing on trampolines. And there's a writing on the side that says, uh, Mr. Fun's House of Hilarity. But she leads you around the side, and you can see a separate entrance and a separate sign that says, Hall of Mirrors. What's in here? "'Salvation,' she says, and leads you inside. "'Shall we cut over to the others, then? "'Max and Jason. "'Jason can see that the wound is stitching together in Max's throat. "'Max can now breathe properly, that you can actually now form words again. "'You're beginning to get your strength back, "'and there's still all the blood you know, smealed all over your neck "'and soaked into your shirt.' Yeah, you're now beginning to feel all right again.
5: Max, are you all right?
6: I, I don't know. I just got stabbed in the neck.
5: Yeah, but you're talking.
6: Okay, this is different.
3: You feel all right? The big man in the bomber jacket is still sitting there going, Trace, it's already you, Trace. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really sorry.
6: I'm sick of this shit. Who the fuck is Tracy and why the fuck are you stabbing people? Who are you?
3: I don't, I don't know. I, I, I heard I heard Tracy's voice. Why, 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 why are you speaking in Tracy's voice? I'm not speaking in any voice. And you hear you know, just this voice again coming from somewhere saying, It's all right, Paz, Everything's got to be all right
6: the fuck is happening? Who, are, like, who is Trace? What is that? Who are you? Like, what is happening, guys?
3: This man is hes hes almost on his hands and knees, sort of shuffling over towards you, just with this sort of almost bashful, nervous look on his face. I mean, he's still spattered in Max's blood as well, but he, he gives you a sort of half-smile as he's coming towards you.
6: I'm going to slap him. Like, point at him, slap him, and go... Who are you and who is Tracy? Start making sense real quick, buddy, because you just try to kill me. I don't know why we don't just get rid of you now. Like, who, what is happening? Who is Tracy? Who are you? What is this shit? Uh, he,
3: uh, he was speaking in Tracy's voice. I, I, I knew that, that she was still around here somewhere, or at least part of her. Where did Tracy go? Well, she went home, didn't she?
5: Well, where's home? Like, down the street? Macclesfield
3: <laughs> no I, I'm not really doing a Macclesfield accent oh yeah like, okay let's say Macclesfield <laughs> <I> mean,
6: <laughs> I'm shit with accents anyway so, so yeah down in Macclesfield yeah so she's gone to Macclesfield okay now who are you what's happening
3: uh, he says uh, I'm Baz
6: alright Baz you gotta get, you gotta work with me here Baz you're gonna get slapped again to give me some context you lost Tracy Tracy went to Macclesfield you're here you stabbed me why like what's happening why are you freaking out <laughs> Slap.
3: He just. He, he just says. I, I don't know. I, I, everything I've seen in this place has been so fucked up. I, I saw you, you running towards me. I, 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 I was just defending myself. How long have you been here? I don't know. I don't know. It's... I don't know. There, there isn't really day and night here. I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on
6: clearly. Okay, Jace, who the fuck is Tracy? Because you seem to be talking in her voice. What's going on I don't
5: on know here? who the fuck Tracy is. Well, you, you think I'm all-knowing? How did you get here?
6: The Fiat
3: Tracy <laughs> told me to come. <laughs> <laughs> he says, well, Trace told me I had to come here. I had to see something here and she brought me here and and then, then she left and I, I couldn't get out of here and uh, that stupid bloody woman keeps going on about fucking mirrors, and I, I don't know what any of that shit means, and...
5: Who keeps going on about mirrors?
3: That that that, that woman, they, the one who calls herself a priestess.
5: It's a church thing. I don't like church things.
6: It makes sense.
3: She keeps trying to get me to look in mirrors, and every time I do, I, I don't know, it's...
6: <sighs> What's your feeling on spongy hands? Yeah, I,
5: I looked in a mirror. It wasn't good.
3: Did she tell you what to do
6: then?
5: No. I looked in a mirror and something crawled out of it and grabbed me.
6: Now he's called Tracy.
3: What, you found Tracy in a mirror? Uh,
6: Tracy found us.
3: Yeah, 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 that makes sense.
6: Well, how does that make sense? Okay, hold up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we, we skipped seven <laughs> steps there between making sense. And Tracy found us. <laughs> <laughs> Saffir in the blanks here, Baz, for us. If
5: you could connect the dots for us, that'd be great.
3: Tracy was here, but not all of her was was here. I mean, some of her left, and some of it was still here in a mirror. And and you found that bit. And I, uh, what did you you let her out of the mirror?
5: Way more questions now. How did some of her leave? <laughs>
3: that
4: all makes it's sense
2: through,
3: through the front door.
2: What front door? Well, that's the
3: problem, isn't it? Yes, it is! <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it makes sense. She left through the front gate and then exit the mirror. Again, many dots are not connected here. Lots of questions still.
3: Look, you you, you got to go, go and see that priestess woman. If you want to understand any of this shit, I don't know. She keeps trying to tell me about stuff and last time she tried to explain it to me, or, I, I, I just lost my temper and I lamped her and I don't think she's speaking to me uh, now.
6: Yeah, it seems pretty, pretty in character to you. It it feels like you can talk to Morton just a priestess, buddy. (laughs) What was Tracy's feelings toward her? Had she any dealings with her?
3: Well, I don't don't know. I I get the impression... I I get the feeling that she and Tracy are mates, aren't they?
6: Okay. Have you done... Like, are you familiar with the concept of connecting dots? Like...
3: What the fuck gives you that idea that anything here makes sense?
6: No, look, we think you're an idiot. We just want to know... You're a tape recorder. What did she say that... Multiple times she didn't make sense. Give me a gist. Like a direct quote? Take a left at the hot dog stand, like anything here. Give us up to work with Buddy, because I'm going to start slapping you again.
3: You want to talk to her? I've seen her down at the petting zoo, all right? And I think she lives in the Tunnel of Love, but she always keeps that locked up. (sighs) Yeah, I I don't know. She scares me.
5: Oh, can you take us to her? Fuck no.
3: Why the fuck not? Okay, Bess. Because she's going to try to make me look in the mirror again.
6: Baz, I've got a right mind to try and make you look in all the mirrors right now. Like, help us help you. You're you're really not working with us here, buddy.
3: I'm not scared of you making me look in the mirror, just her.
6: Slap. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like,
6: okay, hold up. Okay, so first of all, Stabby McStaberson here, Jace, has got, like... What do we do with him? Like, should we tie him up? Because, for all I know... He's out here burying bodies.
5: I don't know, man. You want, you want to tie him up, but he stabbed you and you healed yourself, and he's talking about looking in mirrors, and my last encounter with mirror was fucked. So, like, what do you want to do?
6: You want to kill him? Baz, have you got an idea? What do you think we should do?
3: I, I really don't give a fuck, he says. And he starts getting up to his feet and just walking over to where the, the fire's burning in the, the dodging car and warming his hands over it.
6: I mean, fuck it, the priestess at least seems to know how to get out the front door because Tr- Tracy got out and came back through mirror people. Like, what's the worst that happens?
5: Well, we come back as mirror people and then possess other people. You want to walk over to the Tunnel
6: of Love? Okay, yeah, you make a good point. But as if that happens, we are mirror <laughs> haunting the fuck out of you.
3: I will haunt your dreams. You hear again that woman's voice coming out of Jason's mouth, saying, "Don't listen to them, Baz. Everything's going to be all right."
6: Okay, Tracy, Tracy, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> but
3: don't don't listen to them,
6: Baz. I'm going to punch Baz. <laughs> Tracy, you need to help me here, or else he's going to get punched again. Like I'll, 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 I'll actually punch him. <laughs> <laughs> I became a real dark dude real quick, didn't I? <laughs>
3: You managed to sucker punch, Baz. I, I won't make you roll for this. It's, it's not really that kind of fight. And he, he sort of staggers backwards and just looks at you in, in shock and surprise. You split his lip and there's blood running down. And you hear Tracy's voice just coming out of Jason's mouth going, No, Baz! Baz! Don't hurt him!
6: But Tracy, you got to tell us what you know. Who's this priestess? Why are you now inside?
3: What? What? What, what fucking priestess?
6: Oh Jesus!
7: <laughs> Can I threaten to kill myself?
6: Oh gosh! <laughs> okay. Uh, like, I thought I was loose cannon, but no, no, she's in me. Fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> like, I will end you and me.
3: Give me an intimidate roll. All
7: right. Well, I rolled a ninety-one, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> uh, I've got twenty intimidate, so I'm I'm real fucking. <laughs> Push the
1: roll. I'm gonna do it. I swear I will.
3: Tracy is still wailing and and going on about Baz, and you're standing there threatening to kill yourself, and and Baz is is carrying back from you know Max having thumped him in the mouth,
6: and so I just punch Jace.
3: Okay, so yeah, you punch you punch Jason.
6: Tracy, you gotta work you gotta work at me here. I fucking hurt.
3: Yeah, and, and you hear this wailing cry of pain from this woman's uh, voice coming out of Jason's mouth. Save me, Baz! Save me! As Baz just launches himself towards you in a flurry of fists. Let's cut back down to where Kevin is. Oh,
6: Jesus. I feel like I didn't help there at all.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think you did. <laughs> I think I think you did pretty much what the opposite of helping might be. <laughs> so Kevin is crawling pushing his way through these struts deeper into the lattice like I said there is this thick ever thicker mist that is growing around you and The further you get in, I mean, you're probably only a a foot or two in at this stage, but the further you get in, the more that you can actually see these eyes watching you, these large eyes all over the place and just in the fog. Uh,
0: Fuck this. Is it too late to get out?
3: Yeah, you, you, you can certainly back out at this stage. I do, however, want you to make a sanity roll as you suddenly sort of get the impression that... Yeah, whatever you're in at the moment, this isn't a structure. You are inside something alive, something vast, something that is now giving you its attention.
0: And are the eyes uh, human? Oh, no. Okay. A 95. That's not great.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. you are completely unable to deny to yourself what it is that you're inside of. You see the truth. You see the truth of where you are. You see that, yes, you are not just within something, but you are within the very body of a god, and that... Every lie that you've told yourself about yourself, every lie that you've told yourself about the way the world works, every lie you've told yourself just to put this veneer of acceptability on the horrible truth of reality is getting torn away, and you are just suddenly able to see. So, let's give
0: you a sanity roll here
3: of... So you lose 58 points of San... (laughs)
0: wonderful Uh, yeah so my sanity was 50 (laughs) (laughs) okay holy shit
3: so with that yes the true nature of reality as it is comes crashing down upon Kevin's mind as he crawls out of the lattice the world looks very different to him everything is just this Sort of grey pulpy mass. You can still see the flickering lights in the corridor, but the corridor itself seems to be this grey pulpy mass. The things in the alcoves are these sort of grey pulpy mockeries of whatever they were. But worst of all, when you look down at your hands, well. Oh dear. So let's cut back over to Jonesy. <laughs> Great. This woman has led Jonesy into the Hall of Mirrors, and there are candles flickering within here as well. You can see that in the Hall of Mirrors, there are, you know, some freestanding mirrors, lots of freestanding mirrors there, are mirrors up against the wall. It looks like there used to be a mirror maze here, but it's been partially dismantled. A lot of the mirrors have been taken out. And as you're looking around, you can see that in most of the mirrors... There's just this grey mist, but in a fair number of them as you're looking around, there are these these shapes, these grey pulpy shapes, just moving inside as you saw over at the carousel. These humanoid forms pressing up against the glass, some of them just silently pounding their fists against the inside of the glass, as if trying to get out as you look around.
4: Who, who are those people? What? Where have you brought me?
3: They're not people, dear. They're not people. Don't make that mistake. They're what's left over. They're remnants. They're—they're they're the worst. The people have excreted and left behind here the worst parts of themselves, the lies that they told themselves, the things that were trapping them here. And what do you need to do here is make one of your own. Find a mirror, an empty mirror that you like. Something that speaks to you. And just look into it. And tell it. Tell it all the lies that are holding you here. Tell it what is anchoring you here. Tell it the things that are festering inside you. And just let it take them. Let it take all the things that are rotting away inside
4: you. And then... And then I'll become one of those, those things.
3: No, 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 you'll leave, you'll you'll create one of those things, you'll leave your psychic excrement inside the mirror, and then you'll be free to go.
4: Fine, show me,
3: show me what I do, show me a mirror. Well, which, which mirror would you like? Choose it for yourself. And you can see, yeah, I mean, there are all sorts of, you know, most of them are fairly large freestanding mirrors. Some of them are curved, you know, making you look thinner or fatter, or, or, or shorter or taller. But
4: some of them are just straight mirrors. I think Jonesy's going to sort of edge into the room. And at first he sort of isn't really sure and he'll sort of look at these things in the mirrors and but keep very very far away and very hesitant and gradually he's just going to make his way through until he stands in front of one of those curved mirrors where it makes you look like jones look really really small but the mirror's really really big in front of him oh yeah yeah perfect
3: and the woman comes up behind you and just places a gentle hand on your shoulder and says now take hold of either side of the mirror and look into it deeply and just tell it, tell it what you need to tell it. Just whatever is burdening you, whatever is holding you here, just
4: let it all out. So he's going to approach the mirror really close and he's going to look into it and go, Right, I'm Jonesy now. I'm Chris Jones, and I'm here because because I killed my little brother
3: the The woman just strokes your hair gently
4: and says, "Carry on." It wasn't my fault. no it was my fault. We were uh, we were by the weir. You know where all those rocks are there? It wasn't difficult didn't think it was difficult i thought he'd be able to do it he's always been so scared i thought you should be able to do what i can do and then you'd be able to be able to stand up to people and be like a man rather than always being scared so i made him do it i made him cross those stones i didn't think he would fall that wasn't my fault shouldn't that's not right it was my fault i should never have made him do it and then he slipped. And I should have I should have helped him straight away, but I didn't. I thought he'd be all right. I thought he needed to get strong like me. And then he went under. It was too late. And I went in and I tried to save him. I tried everything. And then And that's when Max came along and he saw me trying to help. And we got we got Danny out, but it was too late. It was too late. And then that's when all this story started. People thought I was the hero because I tried to save him, and because I nearly died too. And then, and then we got famous, and that's how we started this YouTube channel. And I can't. I shouldn't have done it. That's not. It's not what I wanted. Please, just, just make Daddy come back somehow.
3: Okay. And can
4: you give me a power roll? That's a uh, twenty two versus sixty that's a pass hard success so
3: as you're saying all of these things, you can feel it's it's almost like the words are, are pulling something else out of you as well it's not just the sound that's coming but it's it's all the feelings that are coming with this all the uh, the memories and the the doubts and the fear of discovery that you felt and just all the self-loathing is just pouring out of you like psychic vomit just you you can see this this gray stuff just coming out of you pouring into the mirror and behind it something is taking shape just this this gray mass this humanoid gray shape And as you're speaking, I mean, it's starting to smash its fist silently against the other side of the mirror, helplessly. And can you give me a sanity roll, please?
4: That is a no. No, I got a 64 versus 60. Okay. Well. As therapeutic as this is,
3: there is also the realization that is all, you know, all of this is coming out of you. That yes, I mean, these are the bad bits of you. But they are bits of you. There's part of you now that is just getting ripped out of your mind. That is there now, trapped behind the glass. You you, you can, you can feel the loss within yourself. You're, you're giving up something essential, something now that is
4: trapped.
3: You are less than you were. So let's make the sand roll. And you lose, oh fuck, you lose 18 points of sand down to 42. We'll deal with the repercussions of that in a moment. But there are two more rolls I want you to make. First of all, can you roll 2d10? Uh, so that's 12. Okay, so you lose 12 points of power. And so that represents the part of your spirit, soul, essence, whatever you want to call it, that has come out of you and formed whatever this is in the mirror. And can you also roll... A d4, please. A three. There is just this moment of realization in your mind that there is only truth left within you now, that just the very notion of trying to tell a lie, even the mildest white lie, is just so completely abhorrent to you that you just can barely even conceive of it. In game terms, if you want to remember this, just in case it comes up during the rest of the game, any time you tell a lie from this stage, you have to make a sand roll. And if you fail, you lose
4: a D6 sand. I imagine, like, Jonesy just, like, falls to his knees and just starts sobbing in, I guess, both cathartic relief, but also mourning for what he's lost.
3: Yeah. And... The woman is still there behind you, stroking your hair, and says, it's painful, but any healing is. You'll be stronger for this, she says. And you can hear in her voice that that she believes what she's saying,
4: but maybe you're not sure you do. So he sort of pushes himself up and goes, (laughs) so can I go now? Is that it?
3: Yes, yes, you can go now. You, you're free to go wherever you want. But you're always welcome back here in Unland. You're always welcome. If you know anyone else out there in the world who who needs help, who's carrying a burden, bring them here and let them know about it. Find some way of bring them to our gates and she just gestures around expansively with her hand and says, and Dayloth will do the rest. So let's cut back to Max and Jason. Max was beating the shit out of Jason. while the voice of Tracy was pleading and there was a bit of a fight going on with Baz. What is your goal here? What are you trying to accomplish?
6: I guess we're trying to get any information out of the two of them about this priestess, but they either aren't willing to tell us or don't want to tell us. I think Max's next thought is we're not going to get any information. Fuck it, let's talk to this priestess. She might make sense of this shit show.
5: Yeah, I agree. You can stop hitting me now.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, look, I guess we're going to the the tunnel of love and seeing if we can find a way out of this hellhole. Let's go.
3: So, you make your way through the fog. You have seen the maps of Funland, so you can possibly try to find your way there, just if you can get your bearings. I don't think a navigate roll is is really appropriate here, because this is much easier than just navigating. This is just sort of remembering which direction you're heading in. One of you can make an intelligence roll, if you'd like, just to see whether you can remember from the map where you should be going.
7: And we got an... Yeah, fuck it. We got an 84, but I got a shitload of luck. Or I could push the roll. <laughs> I'm not going to push this one.
0: Push the roll.
7: No, fuck that. I'm going to just drop...
3: I'll, I'll drop 24 points of luck. Okay, so you blunder around for a little bit, but you do eventually find your way, first of all, past this pen of a couple of goats and all these chickens, then you eventually find this fairly foul-smelling sort of canal of water, of stagnant water. There are some swan-headed gondolas that have half sunk into the water that are in you know, horrible states of disrepair. You can see in the water itself there are rats just swimming around in there. The water is is covered with scum. The building that the canal goes into is you know fairly long. A straight covered building it looks like it was whitewashed once but the way the paint is peeling off there are hearts and flowers and cupids and stuff like that that have been painted that again have largely faded away but there is just a sign over the booth down at the far end that says Tunnel of Love
6: Tracy, do you know where this priestess lady is? Thank you, Tracy
3: There's a brief pause and she says, where's Baz?
6: Baz is holding down the fort back at the campfire.
3: Can we go back and see
6: him? No,
3: we can't fucking go back and see him. I need to talk to Baz.
6: Baz didn't want to talk to you. Baz said you were real crappy for leaving him alone. Um, He said the only way to sort it out was to to talk to this priestess.
3: (laughs) I don't know any priestess.
6: Okay, look, Tracy. You sit tight. I I don't know. Like, get comfortable. I guess we're going to talk to a priestess. We'll be right back with Baz. Any day now, minute now. I don't know how it works in here.
3: Well, right, let's go in. When you say go in, I there isn't an entrance as such. I mean, it looks like the way this worked was you got into the gondolas and you, you got pulled down the water through the tunnel of love. But obviously the gondolas aren't moving. Uh, there's there's not an entrance as such you can see, but you know, as you poke around, there does seem to be perhaps a service door around the side, but there is a padlock on it. Hmm. Uh
6: I guess we try and get in here, right?
3: Can we get
7: in a gondola and see if it just starts up?
3: Well the gondolas are pretty much sunk. Yeah, they're not self-powered. It looks like they were pulled along by cables. I mean, you could potentially get in the water and swim or wade through. I kind of want to do that. Or alternatively, it does look like there are thin little ledges. They're not really designed to walk on, but, you know, thin little ledges just down the edge of either side of the tunnel that you might be able to... Walk on, but they are covered in pigeon shit and, and moss and water. They look treacherous as fuck. Oi,
5: oh, Max, look at that! You, you've you climbed much worse! You want to walk along this?
6: <laughs> they don't look like they're built for walking, but look like they're built for parkour. That's right! Hi, Max <laughs> Styles, look at the solo styles! <laughs> okay. Hey, wait, hold up. What do you reckon we can break this lock? I mean, we're st- I assume we're still carrying the tripod as our only weapon. Like, why don't we just hit it re- like you hit it real hard this fucking tripod I,
5: we'll, we'll give it a shot I'm fine with
6: that Yeah, I'm going to try and break the lock first though.
3: So. Okay, by the way as you're gearing up to do this, each of you give me a listen
6: roll I rolled a 97
7: <laughs> um, Yeah, fail Okay
6: Narrating everything I'm doing to the GoPro on my chest, just to kind of document the whole thing. In the off chance we can make some money out of this thing.
3: <laughs> Considering this is a completely passive thing, I won't do anything nasty for a fumble. But yeah, so you you don't you don't hear anything. You're going to go ahead and what? Try to smash the lock of off the door using the tripod, are you?
6: Yeah. So like from a twelve to six, like swinging downward motion to try and just knock the lock off the. The hook of the lock, I guess.
3: Okay, uh, this is fairly sturdy, so I think I do want a strength roll.
6: I rolled a nineteen. Yes, you did. It's a hard success. Uh,
3: so yeah, you 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 smash and smash uh, a few times, and then eventually, yeah, you you knock the mounting off, and yeah, you can get the door open that way.
6: Look, let, let's let's check in here. See if we can turn on this ride and at least light the place up or do something. Maybe the priestess lives in here. She hardly lives in the water.
5: Hello, priestess! Are you in there? Your Grace.
3: So as Jonesy and the woman are coming out of the Hall of Mirrors and Jonesy is still pretty much in a fugue state at this stage. I think though you've, you've just had a brush with absolute reality, at this stage, at the same time, nothing feels very real. You're having this completely dissociated feeling like nothing around you is quite what it seems, but you just can't break past the veneer of lies. But as you, as you and she come out of the Hall of Mirrors, you do hear, not that far away, the sound of Max. First of all, there was a a sort of smashing sound. And then you hear Max shouting out something about Priestess.
4: Is that... Is that who I think it is? Uh,
3: Do you know who that is then? The woman says.
4: Yeah, I mean... No. No, I don't... I don't think I do. I thought I did. And I thought... Thought they were my friends, but I don't. I don't want this anymore. I don't. I don't want to do this. I don't. I don't want to be part of this. I don't want to use Danny's death anymore to launch myself into fame. No, I'm gone. I'm, this is it. I'm gone. Which way's out?
3: The, the woman just nods and says, "You know what's best for you." And and she places her uh, a hand on the the back of
4: your arm and says,
3: "Remember, you're always welcome here."
4: And then Jonesy's going to turn around and head towards the exit. And before he before he sort of goes out of sight, he just turns around and shouts, "Max, Jace, Kevin, hope you find what you're looking for." But it's, it's not me anymore. It's not me. And he just walks out of the park. Okay.
3: And yes, I mean, when Jonesy walks off towards where the main entrance is, yeah, there is the main entrance. There is the way out of Unland and back into the world. Meanwhile, back at the the Tundra of Love, you'd heard this voice just as you were breaking in. Inside, there is... Obviously, this is a maintenance area, there's a bit of machinery, you can smell the smells of rat piss and pigeons and mould and God only knows what else in here. You were just heading inside when you heard Jonesy call out like that.
7: Jason, if he heard it, is probably going to run out and look for him.
6: I think Max would as well.
3: Then you run back in that direction... And you do see a shape in the fog before you. But, yeah, this shape isn't... It isn't Jonesy. The shape that's coming towards you, there's something quite wrong with it. So, going back to Kevin's point of view... Kevin, as we've determined, has hit zero sanity... In your moment of clarity, a moment of realisation, you have decided that you need to shed yourself of all artifice, that everything about the world is wrong. Unfortunately, at some point, you've managed to find bits of broken mirror. And the figure that's coming towards you, out of the fog, is human-shaped, but it is absolutely just drenched in blood it's leaving a trail of blood behind it and as it gets closer and moves out of the fog you realise from the bit of broken glass in its hand that it's just been systematically stripping all the skin off its own body just skinning itself as it's been going along as it's walking towards you it's just peeling a large flap of skin off the side of its head
0: have you seen him? Have you learned the truth? Let's have sand rolls.
7: OK, I rolled a 30 against a
6: 57.
3: 59 versus 64. <laughs> Neither of you really liked
6: Kevin that much anyway, did you? And so... <laughs> fuck Kevin. You, you both lose one point of sand. He seemed kind of nuts anyway. He came over to America with 43 followers on the subreddit. I so mean, yeah, <laughs> you know, a couple more TV dinners. And he was here.
0: Have you been cleansed?
6: Oh, wait, no, look, I've got a shirt covered in blood. I,
0: I want to help you see him. You you need my help. And he holds the broken shard of mirror out toward him. And he keeps walking closer and closer.
5: All right, Kevin, you just stay back there.
6: What? What's going on, buddy? Talk to us here. Like... Did you meet your crazy dead girlfriend? Looks
0: like y'all had a go of it. And just walking toward them with the shard.
7: All right. Well, I don't think Jason's having any of this. Um, <laughs> can, uh, <laughs> can can he take a cut at, at at Kevin? Can I get that tripod from Max and maybe try to keep Kevin away? Like, I want to give him a like a like a hard shove.
3: Yeah, I think if if that's all you're doing at this moment, you're just temporarily keeping him at, at length. I don't think you need to roll for that because you're just basically holding a tripod out at arm's length and keeping it between you and him.
5: Why don't you just stay back, Kevin?
0: Tell us what you mean to help. I, I can help you see God.
3: And you hear a woman's voice from behind you saying, you've seen him, have you?
0: I don't know if I saw him for sure. I, I think I did. I, I know he's here, and I I know he saw me. He saw who I am—I I mean, who I really am—without my fear and co- corruption, without the banality of human worry, without the flesh. He was beautiful.
3: I suppose there is beauty in truth. It's... It, it, not everyone sees it as beautiful. And, yeah, the, the two of you can see this woman coming out of the fog from a slightly different direction that, you know, is... You know, she's got long grey hair and is dressed in this, this um, faded, slightly tattered dress.
6: Max, you think that's the priestess? Yeah, let's let's, let's see if she can help. Maybe she can cure this guy
3: you know, you're you having this conversation in front of her so she just joins in cure him of what uh
6: being fucked up he's
3: taking his skin off your friend has had a revelation maybe he has not dealt with it as most would but this is his truth
6: well yeah What do you mean, truth? I can see... Look, like I said, he was only a few steps away from this anyway, but what are you talking about? What is this truth?
3: He has seen something wonderful, something marvellous, and this is the truth that he now perceives. Who who are we to take that away from him?
0: And Kevin is more aggressively taking his own skin off.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you said it's the truth he perceives. It's not the truth. So surely you'll cure him to see the truth.
3: We all have our own paths to the truth, our own ways of dealing with it when we find it. Maybe this will be your truth as well. I doubt it, though.
6: No, my my truth's back in Edgeware in North London. Any chance you can help me get there? I need to get out of this goddamn park and leave this freaky shit behind me. What he said?
3: You came here with your friend. Jones is that right
6: yeah yeah he's not much of a friend at the moment though is he
3: well he's found a truth as well he's he's left
6: oh he left
3: yes
5: you hear that Maxie left us
6: how did he leave we couldn't leave he told us we couldn't leave
3: he left his lies here He left the things that were holding him behind here and the doorway was open to him again.
6: Okay, so you can help us leave?
3: Yes. You can see, you know, as she's having this conversation, she's moving around towards the entrance of the Tunnel of Love and you can see this this moment of... Kind of shock or irritation cross her face when she sees that the door's been forced, and sort of hurriedly goes over and starts trying to seal it all up again, and just muttering to herself.
6: Oh right, we broke that. Oh, yeah, but he broke that.
3: I I suppose I appreciate your honesty, but you you must not desecrate holy sites.
6: We were told the priestess was there. We were looking for the priestess to help us with our troubles.
3: Well, that would be me.
6: Baz told us you were controlling the the tunnel of love, so we thought that was the control room.
3: She again looks a bit uncomfortable for a moment and says, well, Baz is a very troubled man. I've been trying to help him for a long time now, but... He's too consumed by fear and anger. He refuses to let go of what's holding him here. I hope that you're not going to be so silly. Are, are, are you ready to, to make the sacrifices you need in order to to leave this place? No, I just want to get the fuck out of here. Yes.
6: Yes, whatever we need to do.
3: In which case, she says, "Well, come with me then. But... I, obviously, you know, Kevin is, is still here in his newly transformed state of mind. How, how is Kevin reacting to all of this? What's he doing?
0: He's just continued to peel every little bit of skin that he can get off his own body. <laughs> and he, he really feels strongly that he can help Max and Jason. So maybe he'll ask the priestess. I can help them. Should I?
3: As admirable as your attentions are, this is their sacrifice to make. You can't make it for them. But you have been touched by Daloth, and as such you are now blessed. I think that there is a future for you here, that perhaps you and I can work together in the glory of Daloth, And make this an even more perfect place for his will.
0: We are blessed. So, I'll be seeing you around? Yes. Then Kevin turns around and walks off, oozing a trail of blood. (laughs) And stabbing at anything that looks like it belonged in his former world, the world of lies. With that glass shard.
3: Nice. Okay. So, yes. Kevin disappears off into the fog. So, are the two of you then following the the priestess off towards the Hall of Mirrors? Or are you you doing anything else?
6: Follow her, I guess?
3: Yeah, I'm going to follow her. "'Well, then, it is almost exactly as I described with Jonesy. "'So she takes you to this entrance that is marked Hall of Mirrors, "'and she takes you inside, "'and it is still, as I described earlier, that you have "'all these freestanding mirrors and the remains of the mirror maze in there. "'Most of the mirrors empty, "'some of them still with these grey spongy forms "'banging silently at the inside of the glass.' And she says to you, if this is what you will, then each of you should find an unoccupied mirror and just tell it. Tell it all the lies that are holding you here, all the lies that you tell yourself, all the lies that you tell your friends, the lies that you tell the world. And once you have divested yourself of those, then the exit will be will be there for you.
5: You want me to just go
3: talk to a mirror? Yes, just that. Go up, hold both sides of uh, the mirror, look deeply into it, and tell it the truth. Tell it... Your most painful truths. Tell it to the lies that you've been... that you've been telling the world. And you'll be free. But what if
5: something from the mirror crawled up inside me?
3: Oh. So She points at one of the grey forms that's moving around inside the mirror. and says, what, one of those? One of those got out, and... What, it found its way into you? Yes. Oh, I'm so sorry, child. I am so sorry. There's... There's no salvation for you. Don't you understand that these creatures here, these are creatures of pure lies and corruption, that... You can tell your own lies. You can free yourself of you know, of, of all the untruths that there are and uh, and let yourself out. But but you can't free yourself of someone else's lies. Those aren't yours to tell. You're forever burdened with them. You can see that there are tears in her eyes and she comes up and strokes your cheek and says, "I'm I'm so sorry that there is... There is no exit for you. All right, this this
7: really really pisses Jason off.
3: <laughs> I think actually this may be sanity roll territory as you you know, suddenly realize what's happened to you. Yeah, that's that's totally fair.
7: 56. How
3: the hell did I keep sane?
6: You're only going to lose 8 points.
3: <laughs> okay you only lose one point of sand because I rolled a d10 and I rolled a one. We got fortitude, <sighs> man. Uh. <laughs> so so like, even with that crushing realization that you are trapped here and somehow maybe it is because you're still able to lie to yourself about the horror of your situation. But it hasn't all come crashing down on you. Not quite. Are you telling me I'm stuck here?
7: She nods gravely. Okay, so I'm going to take the tripod and try to break one of the mirrors.
3: <laughs> are you trying to break an empty mirror or a or one that has got one of these gray forms?
7: Whatever's closest, I'm pissed
3: off. <laughs> uh, yeah. Are, are, are you just smashing the one mirror or are you going on a smashing spree? Hmm.
7: Oh, I think, I think he's trying to get her attention. So Jason's going to just rear back and, all right, what? You think I'm stuck here? And he takes a crack at one of the mirrors with the tripod.
3: Okay. Yeah. You smash one of the mirrors and yeah, one of these gray forms starts crawling out of the wreckage of broken glass and the ground. The, the woman looks panicked and is backing away from it. And he's, what, what are you doing? Well, you tell me I'm stuck here. Blasphemy
5: Well look, they can climb out. Why can't I climb out?
6: Uh, she's
3: just backing away from you. She you know, her face is just contorted with, with anger and fear. What's Max doing?
6: Max is gonna grab the nearest mirror and start telling his, his real truth <laughs> ten flies. Like real hard, like real quick.
3: <laughs> okay. So well, so this is going on in the background while well, what you know this this confrontation between Jason and the priestess is going on, just beside you. So you you may be able to pull this off. So what? While everything else is kicking off around you, is Max telling the mirror?
6: So oh fuck, fuck, fuck. Um, look this stupid channel is all, all my creation, Jonesy gets all the love because he does a couple of flips, but without me he'd be still stuck on Brighton Beach just flipping for girls to impress them, I've made him famous I've made all the money I, I should have this channel, I should be running this channel I, I was going to get rid of him um, however that was going to happen, I didn't care if he got hurt, he was going to be just gone him and Jason could go back to bumfuck nowhere Doing their flips and camera work. I was going to run the channel. It was going to be Flows Incorporated. Fuck, 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 essentially.
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah, I think. Well, I mean, that sounds like enough of a harsh truth. So let's have that power roll off you while this is going on.
6: I also pee with the toilet seat down. (laughs) I'm I'm a real bad dude. Uh,
3: 93. Yeah, maybe it's because of the distraction. Maybe it's uh, of of the smashing glass and the argument that's going on. Maybe it's because you're not telling painful enough truths, but whatever it is, at the moment, you're just shouting at a mirror.
6: Would I realize it's not working? I assume that I've got that it's not the full truth. So I'm going to continue on and going. Yeah. I, I didn't care. we went any lengths. I was going to gaslight him about his brother's death. I didn't like torment him, go crazy, whatever it was. Like, I just wanted to break him and get him out off the scene.
3: Okay. So you get to push the roll. If you fail, the consequences for all of this are going to be doubled.
6: Ooh, 16. Ooh. Okay. That is a hard success.
3: Well, then, okay, so you lose some sand, first of all. Make a sand roll. Uh,
6: 69 versus 63.
3: Okay, so you lose 20
4: points of sand.
6: (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I'm going to peel myself like
4: an orange. (laughs) (laughs) That was a 20 on a d20. Yes.
3: You also lose... Oh can you can you roll 2d10, please? You lose that much power.
6: Uh, I've lost 17 power. So I'm down from 65 to 48.
3: And can you roll a
4: d4 as well, please?
6: This is of good stuff, right? D4 of good stuff. I got a 3.
4: If we have all rolled threes on that d4. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so again, you have the same consequences Jonesy had in that you are now completely unable to tell lies without it eating away at your psyche. You know, each time you tell a lie, it will be a D6 sand loss. But, or at least a sand roll with a potential D6 sand loss. But... Okay. The the main problem you have at the moment is you are now entering a bout of madness at the same time as shit is getting real, as it were, around you. Um... Let's see how real things are getting.
6: Only Scott Dorwood would say ghosts coming off mirrors is real.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, they're nothing so wholesome as ghosts. So, no. yeah. <laughs> so th- yeah, this, this spongy grey form is, has forced its way out of the glass and is staggering around the room. It has three potential targets. Let's see who it's going to go for. Let's roll a d3. Oh, shit. It's going for the priestess.
2: Yay! <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, yeah, this, this form staggers out in the mirror looks around. It doesn't pay any attention at all to... Max, who just seems to be absolutely mesmerized by whatever is going on in the mirror in front of him. He's just out of it at this stage. It looks in Jason's direction, or at least you assume it looks. It doesn't really have eyes. But then it starts staggering over towards the priestess. The priestess is just looking around in panic at the moment. And she... Runs, tries to get past it. I'm going to make a quick roll for her. She runs past the the thing and heads over towards the door. But in the process of doing so, she knocks over a couple more of the mirrors, and they fall over and smash on the ground in front of you. There are now more of these things clambering out. She is legging it for the door full pelt, but one of these things has grabbed hold of her. There is another one that you can see now that there are more that have been released by the mirrors that are heading over in your direction. I mean, what's what's Jason doing I, at the moment? Max is just completely out of it, looking into the mirror, helpless as all this is happening.
7: I think in a last act of desperation to save his own soul or whatever, he grabs Max <laughs> and tries to get
3: him out. Oh, OK, then I think, yeah, because Max is pretty much in a fugue state at the moment. Let's do this as a strength roll just to see whether you can push him out of the, the the fire exit before one of these things reaches him.
7: Fucking fail. 88 against a 65, but I think at this juncture, if we, well, nope, that won't even do it. No, it would do it exactly. All of my luck would do it. I have 23 luck left. Oh, you get to do Uh, that? Yeah, I'm going to totally do that.
3: Okay. So you can spend every last point of luck on saving your friend, pushing him out of the fire door. As these things close in on
6: you. Max feels like a real asshole.
3: I... And and so, yeah, I mean, Max, you know, just coming out of his fugue state, staggers backwards and sees the fire doors closing behind him in the mist, and sees all these grey, spongy forms just closing in on Jason, grabbing hold of him, and just being absorbed into his flesh. And then the doors close.
6: I guess Max will stand up, look down at the GoPro strapped to his chest or head, wherever he said it was. Both, let's say both. Multiple angles. Yeah. Uh, realize what's happened. Uh, he's obviously lost a shitload of sanity of what after what's just happened, but kind of just mm. is a bit more shook after realizing he was going to like possibly hurt his partner in Jonesy, but more so that the guy who's definitely going to cut out of the whole scene, uh, Jason, just saved his life. <laughs> and that really affects him. And I guess just reach, like run to the door and see if he can yank it open or anything.
3: It takes you a few attempts because it's a fire door and obviously, you know, it's, it's designed to open from the inside. It takes you a few attempts to do so. And, yeah, by the time you you, you force the doors open, you can see the priestess is sitting over in one corner just sobbing uncontrollably. She's, she's curled up. And Jason is lying there on the ground just in this... Uh, Pool of broken glass, these fragments of glass, and his eyes rolled up in his head. And there are just all these different voices coming out of his mouth now, all of them just in anger and confusion and just complete chaos. But none of the voices you can hear are
6: Jason's. At that point, Max slams the door, and runs
3: as Max runs over towards the exit then sure enough as he goes over towards the main entrance the main entrance is there again and yes you can run out to the car park
6: across the kind of field towards the car park and pulls out his Punto keys
3: <laughs> I mean, Kevin obviously you know, is still there within the park with his new transformed consciousness he has this innate connection now to to Daloth, the renderer veils, in whose body you are now living, whose body now occupies Funland, who, you know, has transformed all this place into his own image. And what you discover is that Aina, the priestess, is now unclean, that she has been tainted somehow by your companions, what they did in the Hall of Mirrors. She is now soiled, that she is now no longer able to be the, the living manifestation of truth that Deloth requires. So she beseeches you that you take her place, that you become the new High Priest of Unland, the new High Priest of Daloth, there... To welcome those seekers who are brought in here to leave their lives behind and have the veils rent away from them. Do you accept this?
0: Uh, of course. It's my first job in management.
7: <laughs> the skinless high priest of Deloth. Yes.
0: <laughs> what a cool encounter for anyone who comes to the park. <laughs> The one thing, the one piece of Kevin that's still hanging on is is waiting to see if if Ellie ever walks through the gate.
3: Oh, nice. Yes. Maybe someday, maybe someday. But Jason, I mean, you you can look after Jason, perhaps, I. Mean, but the good news is you don't really need to look after him too much. You know, you don't need to feed him or anything like that, because, you know, even when he gets hungry, even when he gets dehydrated. Nothing ever dies in Unland. Tell me about what's going on with Jonesy outside then.
4: Max, you'd come running out and Jonesy is just sat on the, the bonnet of your car, just sort of kicking his feet, just sort of looking around, not really sure what to do. And he sees you running towards him and he just holds up one hand. He goes, all right, Max... So you made it then?
6: Yeah, I did. Jason saved me. He sacrificed himself. He's... He's gone, or he's maybe he's still in there, but... He's Tracy, he's... Everyone's secret is living in him, I think.
4: He was a good guy. He deserved better. He deserves better than us. But and um Jonesy pushes himself off the car. A new start, hey? Eh? This year has been a really shitty year. But hey, 2020 next year. I reckon it's gonna be our year. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order.
0: That's slash upgrade. Thank you for listening to Ain't Slade Nobody. For ad free episodes, lots of bonus content, and special programming, please join our wolf pack at slash Ain't Slade or subscribe to Ain't Slade Nobody Plus at Apple Podcasts. Nothing helps the show more than becoming a subscriber. See our show notes for full credits and help us grow by posting friendly reviews and spreading the word to your friends and followers. Thank you and good luck out there.